What's up, Kindred Lovers? Welcome to another episode of the Fan Game Podcast. This is not a chronicle of San Diego by Night. We're doing something special, but before I get into what we're going to call it, I'm your storyteller, Daryl. Pronouns are he, him, and I'm just going to toss it over to Amanda, our resident uh, exploitive dealer with a pager. Oh, what an intro. Hi, I'm Mana. My pronouns are they, she. I am not dealing anything but happiness and kindness and anger at Daryl. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Xanax, that's, that's no! happiness and kind. What? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I am on call is why I have a pager. I have clients that may call me and then I may need to leave. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For a draw. <laughs> no! <laughs> For if they are in crisis or in the emergency room. God damn it. <laughs> for all, for legal purposes, this is all incredibly facetious. Mana does actually have real clients in case people are listening. <laughs> but also be- listening. But also because it is the truth. Yes. Okay. And uh, we're going to toss it. We're going to toss it over to somebody else and not look at me anymore. um, Thank you. Hello, I'm Jess. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. I typically play Jay. And I'm excited to ask Daryl a bunch of silly questions that are definitely not important to him, but are definitely important to me. Over to you, Bran. Hello, I'm Bran. Oh, sorry. (laughs) You're good. Uh, Pronouns he, him. And never ask me about my clients. Um, when I'm not dealing with said clients that you are not to ask about, I play Ashley Kelly. Once again, good to be back. Ooh, glad ooh to ha- Uncle Ash. We're glad to have you back, Tom. Uh, <laughs> uh, but tonight we're going to be doing a, uh, a coffin side chat. I initially said fireside, but fire bad. Fire bad for for kindred so this is so this is a coffin side chat so uh i'm going to allow them to ask me questions about the story and maybe i'll regale certain stuff if it's not going to be a spoiler for future things and if they have questions about full-blown plot lines that i just said that this this will never get seen again (laughs) that type of deal so lay it on me My first question. Extra questions because I've been working all day. Yeah, I fine. don't I, know that I have questions. <laughs> I mean, there are some things I'm going to off be the cuff. About. Shoot from the hip. I have questions for you all as well, so it's fine. But I want to start you all with your questions for me. My most important question. Um, it was in the middle of my questions, but I decided to move that to the top. Is is Kindred, the vegan food restaurant in South Park in San Diego, actually a front for vampires, or is it just inconveniently named? Inconveniently named. No Kindred would be so foolish as to do that, even if it's considered hiding in plain sight. Okay. Have any vampires tried to go to the restaurant owners to get them to change the name? If they went to them to them to change the name, it wouldn't have been trying to change the name. It would have been changed. Okay, noted. Yeah, a lot of people have that uh that pesky power of just making people do things <laughs> without asking. 
or they could have just bought the restaurant out in general. Funds are funds are ample, but as long as it's not keeping eyes on actual kindred society, it's not going to bother anyone. But if it does, then it might change someday. Or just full-blown disappear and it's a parking lot now. Some people need to disappear. All right, question. Are there any cryptids in the city that we have not come across yet? Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Want to do a spoiler for any? No, I do not. Unfortunately, most of my questions are uh, trying to steal little spoilers. So, specific... uh, by cryptid, when I say it, I just mean creatures that you haven't come across that exist in general in the world of darkness. But do you have any like specific thing that you were like? I'm just fishing. Okay. There are things that you full blown just haven't discovered yet because you didn't go there. Uh, for instance, if Chips decided to go meet with the uh, non blending Nosferatu, that. Uh, in that general area, there are some things. In the older, the older parts of San Diego, the less, uh, the less well-traveled areas, there are there there are there's stuff and there's things. That's the most I will give to you. All right, that'll work. Anyone else? I know I saw there was a list, but I refused to read it because I wanted to get it fresh in the show. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, how much does Cole spy on Jay and or the rest of the coterie? So initially he was not, he truly was not uh, trying to spy on you. He legitimately did not know that the person that was taking up the real estate he was trying to buy was in fact you or that you were connected to the person. It was legitimately happenstance. Um, the pictures that were showed of you getting on sales bus and all that portion that ever that was him true like that was him because he never truly felt that you were all the way in which you really weren't let's be honest here well duh yes but also it think of it from hit from his perspective He's gone full tilt into this world. He's actually respecting the rules and actually abiding by it and actually reaping the benefits. Like he's Yeah, he's being a little bitch. I get it. Not no, he's <laughs> cuz he's uh actually not just protected by the Camarilla. He's actually being protected by the Ventru proper now, like outside of it. And so here comes his his sire mate who is Katif who his sire shows in his eyes undue favoritism, but he's not. that's not why he doesn't like you. He doesn't like you because every single time you were shown a kindness from your sire, there is an attitude behind it. And there seems to be, he, he never fully trusted you to begin with. So in his eyes, it was just like, a, there's going to be a time where I can finally get get rid of her in some way, shape, or form, or show her for who she really is. So he started actually having you followed 
not every day, but on a case-by-case basis. Okay. Checks out. Yeah. There was an actual, like, it was an actual, he had an actual good reason from his perspective. He's still, he's still an asshole. Like, there's no getting around it. He's still an asshole because he very much would, even if he was still human, he would have had you all killed for annoying him. The time you broke into his place, uh, if if it wasn't for, no, if it wasn't for Veronica, if he hadn't been tied to her, he would have just had you all lined up and shot with shotguns until you all died. Veronica was the only reason you were saved. I feel like we could have done something, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. In an effort to not take up all of the question asking real estate, I'm going to do some extra long pregnant pauses in between bouts of me asking a question and Daryl answering. Okay. Nana, you got anything? Come up with anything? Not really. I don't really know if I have any questions. Okay, I'll ask you one then. Uh, how does Talia feel about the constant violence that kind of bring, that comes up around this coterie, even though at least two of you do not <laughs> try, do not uh, prescribe to certain levels of violence? I think. that I don't know I think that Talia doesn't like to participate in violence but Talia has been around violence so much like even before becoming kindred was in like ER situations and like always patching people up and then is one of the more like less violent kindred and even like when she was with her sire and like he's he wasn't particularly violent but the people like around them were always you know as kindred are violent so i think that like it's one of those things where it's like that's the rule of what's going to happen and so even though like she doesn't do that it's like the expectation of those people it's like when you have someone in your home you offer them a beverage <laughs> when right. you're around kindred they're going to be violent um that i want to say when it's not so much when you're around kindred they're going to be violent it's more so when you're around someone who is legitimately a superior like at least when you when you're like, hey, I'm going to join the Camarilla, and someone is above you, they legitimately have every right to be like, I can, you know, I can have you killed, right? And then someone's still getting lippy because majority of the time, it's not even you're guilty by association bulk of the time. <laughs> yeah, Talia's not usually yeah. doing something. Yeah, but you're guilty. You are you're guilty of enabling. Let's be yeah. honest here. You're guilty of enabling. Poor. Enabling and then like protecting, yes, Jay when she's done. like, I think that the time that Talia stepped the most out of line 
was trying to get Jay out of that party when she was under a compulsion to like tear and break everything. Right. And Talia was like, oh, I got to get her out of here. I'm going to break some rules in the process so that she doesn't get killed. And I think that's the most Talia's ever stepped out of the box that she's normally in. <laughs> this this actually leads me to another question. Uh, specifically, character-wise, for all of you, have any of you, <laughs> at any point in time, both, it, well, not Brad, but at least your characters, tried to learn the actual rules of kindred society so that you would not continue to break them and continue to gain, like, poor favor with different groups. <laughs> I've done some reading, but I mostly, like, ask questions in-game. Right. This is both a in-character and out-of-character, because I understand if things can... You, you lose certain rules while you're playing as you, but do you believe your characters have taken the time to at least figure oh, some stuff? I think Talia definitely did like a lot of research because she always wants to be prepared for everything. Okay. So like in talking with her sire and then later on like learning things, um, like in joining a different coterie and being able to like move around without getting caught. Um, I think she definitely would have done research. Same question for Jess, who is uh, giggling. I laugh. Obviously, for season Jay, no. Definitely <laughs> not. Jay was there for a good time, and I guess a long time as well. Um, but she's undead, you know? Because the saying is usually, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. But that yeah. doesn't work when you're a kindred. Anyway, um, I think uh, there was like one kind of big moment that Jay was like, fuck, we gotta, we gotta do better. And that's when she just like started putting a lot into herself um, and wasn't having really any fun. And it's when she like started having those talks with like Mav of like, I don't really want to do this, but I have to do it. Like, I feel like I'm like my it's my duty to do this um and so i put five dots into politics at that point because i was like jess can't remember all this but jay can and you never asked to roll those politics ever <laughs> yeah but i'm under okay all right okay but i am under the i don't know most of the time i wait for someone to tell me what to roll instead of asking to roll it myself so yeah that is kind of on me Sometimes, okay. like, this is what, that's one of those roles where we'll be like, uh, hey, do, should I, should I roll a politic to see, like, can I do this? And I'd be happy to give, to give you an answer. Just so you know, there is a, uh, <laughs> there is a, uh, background or merit that is called common sense, where if you are about to do something that <laughs> is against common sense, the storyteller will just say, Hey, you uh, you sure about that? It, it, it. 
Okay, but like so many of our arcs would have been avoided <laughs> had Jay had the merit of common sense. So like... Sure, those arcs would have been avoided. <laughs> I don't know if story. arc is the term. And story, <laughs> and, and the actual story threads that I put out there maybe would have been followed. And then we have a very serious show instead of the funny one that we have now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Daryl, that As leads he me takes to the a last... drink. <laughs> <laughs> this is why daddy drinks, Daryl will say. Papa's night night juice. <laughs> uh, that leads me to the last question that I've written. What is a plot point that we have just completely skipped over that you really wanted us to get into? Um, the entire ghost story. <laughs> The entire uh, yeah. thing with the the entire thing with the ghosts. You kind of just when, which honestly, I can't hold it against you. It might come up later. It not so much the ghost, but the kindred who took care of it for you. Uh, because you haven't really. That was the first. Uh, you, I wouldn't call him a Putinesca, but technically he's Putinesca. <laughs> Uh, so that particular clan of vampire, uh, they are the ghost. They are the ghost, ghost people. Like they're they're uh, bane. Like all kindred except Kate of Kate that have is like they kind of get weird about death. Like to and almost are they aroused about it? type deal depending on who's playing the character who's playing it like they get they're really into it but like they're the ones that just I always see ghosts and I I'm cool with it or I'm going to rip the soul out of someone which is an old school power that some of them have I believe that's a before V5 they could just take out souls and put them in corpses so it, it uh, and have zombies which I believe they still have amalgam powers that allow them to do that stuff. Uh, but just so you know, a lot of the times when because I allowed you all to create such powerful kindred, you're all working off of V5 rules. A lot of my NPCs are working off of V20. So they have upwards of 10 dots that they can put into things that, and I'm never gonna get them the 10 dots because geez, that's a world ender. Uh, Legitimately, in V20, if you got to 10 dots, you you end the world with whatever that power is. The uh, Sombra, if you got 10 dots, you just cover the world in darkness and start Gehenna, the literal apocalypse. Like, 10 dots starts the apocalypse in the other version. That's that's what the initial V <laughs> vampire was. It's like, everything ends. Literally, it's all gonna, everyone dies. Meanwhile, a werewolf is like, hey guys, there's an oil spill. <laughs> can, we, uh, can we clean that up? Grab the mops. All right. Somebody call the five-hour energy guy. He's the only one trying to save the world. Uh, but yeah, that was a plot point. Um, the the actual full-blown werewolf thing you kind of avoided that, but that was just that was more of a scheduling conflict than it was anything else because I wanted an actual where someone to actually play the wolf. Initially, it was going to be a super Dylan, and then it was going to be Mana, and then I just, and then Mana just became a character. 
and then it turned into ah uh, yeah you kind of you rescued a werewolf but also that turns into you may have missed the plot thread but that doesn't mean it necessarily goes away because there's a constant story happening outside of you your group because uh storyteller steve from vancouver by night always says there is always there should always be a story happening outside the group because all vampire games are just what's happening with that particular group of vampires that night so there's always constant things going in motion that you that you all can stumble upon and might not but i also run any game any game in any uh set system that i'm running that's a thing that's possible because i run D games where you can accidentally stumble upon the bbeg while they're building their death machine you might get killed because you're not high level enough but you can just be like oh what what is what what is that and who are you oh nothing no one look at the wizard <laughs> is that the equivalent of like starting up and just wandering straight to uh ravenloft yeah straws there shaving his leg and just like looks up and sees you oh yeah like you can end up in a in the red zone the the area where just like why does like when you're playing the witcher and there's just like three skulls over something you're like i can probably still do it and no you can't but it's that <laughs> but you have access to it <laughs> oh straw I was talking the other day about us uh, freeing the werewolf um, and just the me stabbing the staking that guy in the back in everyone's faces and how it's Armand. framed on my wall over here. Oh yes, Armand. Armand, who is back in town? Uh, <laughs> Chips knows this and, does, and no one else does. Armand's back. Uh, but also going back to freeing the werewolf, that had consequences that happened way down the line, specifically for Jay, because it got her it got her sugar parents killed. Ooh. Which uh, this goes into just how manipulative a, the love of a sire can be. Because I honestly, even though I'm playing Veronica, I sometimes I truly feel like she doesn't realize how bad she's being. Like from her, from her perspective, I actually am trying to help you. So she, when she uh, basically got a death sentence pulled off your head, she was just full blown expecting you to just no must no fuss when she finally revealed you to be when she basically said no you're going to be my keeper of Elysium she she didn't expect you to actually have any apprehension whatsoever because in her head she's like I saved your life I've been doing XYZ I'm pulling all these strings why are you still fighting this because Jay is Jay true and just a young little baby in the scheme of things. I mean, yeah, it happens. It also did not help that you were Kate. If you were Ventrue, same thing wouldn't have happened. Because it wouldn't have just been Veronica. You would have got there's an entire passage for the Ventrue playbook 
where there is there's a note written specifically for for those who choose to play that class uh not class that's the wrong game that uh clan uh where it's basically a note telling you hey we believe in you don't let us down uh like don't don't fuck it up signed rupaul uh rupaul's a tremere let's be honest um let's see did we did we give you any surprises with the 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 clans that we chose or did you think did you have a headcanon of what you thought was going to happen I never try to have any preconceived notions about any players <laughs> ever because I assume you're all absolute fucking maniacs uh, that are here from hell to kill me um, <laughs> who's been the most maniac it hasn't been you Brad <laughs> Bran, you have played I, specifically before I messaged Bran before I'm just like I know you have the most experience with World of Darkness so I need you to be my, I need you to be my guy that kind of guides the literal newbies in, in character and out of character into certain things and it became a wonderful mishmash of characters in my opinion because you became Uncle Ash and it's just like I am trying to guide you all but but and I feel like even Ash, because he he went and he he went into a fury a few times because oh, yeah. people oh, yeah. just weren't listening, like they just wouldn't get it. It took literally every older every older kindred that they met getting super pissed off for two seasons before someone <laughs> said, "Wait, are we the problem?" <laughs> there was some chaotic guidance happening with Uncle Ash. Well, that's just a... That's, you can't... Yeah. Man, that's Malkavian in general. I don't know how much guidance was happening sometimes as he was half-naked watching TV. Uh, Did you ever join him in that? <laughs> no! Why not? I personally assumed that it was like spiritual thing for you in that I would not be welcome. I don't know. When people are doing their thing, I, I tend to let them do it. You never questioned why he does it. You never looked beyond. You never looked You never looked beyond. Oh, he's naked and talking to the TV. You never like sat in and listened to the conversation. You never, you know, really observed what he's doing. Space, man. That brings me back to when you all finally asked him why was he so cagey about certain things when you finally got a hint that, oh, not all kindred are built the same, specifically Jay, when he was just like, you know how, uh, it's like, you know how they look like that? That's what I feel like up here. And you don't ask people about that. And it was just, that was a wonderful moment of Jay, of Jay just finally go, oh shit. I, I'm not going to admit it, but I've been horrible. <laughs> I have been a bit of the problem. Yes, a definitely. Of, I don't know how. God, I didn't expect your arc to be <laughs> this way. <laughs> I didn't expect Jay's arc to be like this. 
unwanted ascension of power. Even though exactly at, how it's gone, exactly how it's gone, and uh, like at first it was wanted. The first thing you choose that Jay asked for was domain, and then never asked what does having domain actually entail. Like, what do I have to do with this? I just, I love the thought of like I, I, from what I've seen, I'm supposed to want power. I'm supposed to get power. So give me the power but do not tell me anything like, but that's all I know. And I guess I'll figure it out later. That's a strong independent that, woman who doesn't need no man to tell her well, what I, to I was do. Gonna, I was gonna word it as the perfect bastard child example of adventure. Yeah, you almost went, <laughs> but yours is nicer. <laughs> True. The perfect bastard child of a Ventru is just like, no, but I want it now. You're basically the you're, you're the kid from freaking Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. See, you have the power and you go, um, uh, hmm. It's like, okay, we've given you the nuclear football, right? But what am I supposed to do now that I have it? <laughs> you hold it, but, but there's more, right? Look, here's your hotel. <laughs> look, look here. Here's your hotel. Uh, these are the parts of your domain. You are in control here. You have to walk a beat. You have to do X, Y, Z. And zero of that happened. And that became an... Uh, so that's actually how Mike came into play. That's how I create, ended up creating that coterie because me as storyteller noticed that you weren't doing any of the things which is why I kept hinting like, oh, are you doing this? Are you doing that? So I was like, ooh, I can put in this little plot thread of there was already someone here that was basically running this area. Uh, and they're still technically running the area, which is the only reason you have not seen any issues because no one's been coming to you. So no one actually even knows you're in charge. So no one, so you haven't even gotten any of the actual respect. Which is part of the reason why, like, you were still being told, like, okay, well, do this for me, I guess, uh, from from cells. Like, I, all right, because Cell fully knew that Mike was fully in control. Like, he's just like, I guess. Uh, I said Wild West, so Wild West is gonna be. Honestly, big bullet dodged for her. I don't think that it could have played out any better in Jay's favor. I mean, true, true. I mean, you, you could have an empire right now. <laughs> but does she want it? Could she have, you, though? You could be a Don Corleone. <laughs> You'd be walking the streets. You're getting could the, she, though? You're getting the, the streets. You're giving on me. A scooter. You're giving uh, Jon Snow right now. Just like, you're the king, but you don't want to be the king. <laughs> just that full. It's like, I guess. I guess I'll fucking do it. Uh <laughs> Even to the point where you're fucking the hot blonde. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And and she is the the character art that you have provided for us. Incredible. Ten out of ten. It comes full circle. Uh have you have you shared what Mike looks like? Publicly? Yeah. Uh, or yeah. just for uh for those listening, I think I've said I've given details and I've I've said it uh, a few times, but just to reiterate, Mike is 
essentially Gwendolyn Christie <laughs> that is always in heels. Uh, because I'll admit, I I I had a I had a crush on Brianna Tart as soon as uh, as soon as she came on screen. I was just like, yes, six three and swings a sword. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As you should. As you should. Yeah. But yes, Mike is essentially just. I want to say Gwendolyn Christie, ten years, ten years younger. Like she was turned a bit younger, uh, Mike was. But they were, excuse me. Sometimes I forget all the character pronouns I create, even though I'm the one that created them. And I get mad at myself for fucking it up because I'm like, I made you. <laughs> I made you. Uh oh, here's a question I have for uh Manus slash Talia. Um, what do you think is going to happen uh, between you, John, and Bellamy with the whole with the whole uh, breaking the blood curse? Because I believe he stated it might hurt. I'm hoping it's just gonna go well and good and awesome and great and wonderful and everything's gonna be great. You don't know much about the Tremere. <laughs> I only played one for like a, a little bit, you know? <laughs> so as horrible as he is, you were playing him pretty tame. Yeah, he was trying to make friends with people so yeah. that he could learn information. So he wasn't going to be super... And he's only... <laughs> I made him only... He wasn't like evil necessarily. He was being compelled by yeah. trying to finish Talia off. Well, I mean mostly just the clan's reputation. The Tremere are they're not great. They don't have a good track record. Uh their experiments are they're bad. They've created an entire clan of quote unquote vampires and just said, all right, now fuck off. We, we, we're done with you. Uh, the gargoyles, you haven't met them, but the gargoyle clan, they're fully out there. And their entire reason for being is that the Tremere created them. And then we're like, all right, we're done. <laughs> and then every now and then they'll bring one back and say, you work for us. We're going to make you work for us. You have to work for us because we made you and our power is greater than yours. Uh, so, yeah. Be careful in stone rooms if you're dealing with the Tremere. That is in no way a hint about the future, but gargoyles can't, but gargoyles can in fact travel through stone uh, because they are in fact made of stone. Uh, a lot of their spells yeah a lot of a lot of spells require parts from creatures that are alive yeah Tremere not great <laughs> yeah I'm sure that it's gonna come at a pretty big cost just because you know 
breaking up Bane is, seems like a pretty hefty thing to do. Like it won't just affect, it won't just affect you. It won't just affect uh, Bellamy. I would say it will. It will possibly have an effect on you because you will. You will be needed. But I th thank you for your time. <laughs> thank you for asking me that question. Uh, <laughs> all right, up next we got Matt Damon. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> Do you, Daryl, have like a favorite moment from each of us? On the spot. Uh, from just specifically, my both, I both. It's my favorite because it's my ha most hated. Uh, was when Jay basically commanded the entire FBI troop to stop firing. Because you he wanted to fucking murder. Not murder. Uh, that was designed to put at least one of you near or in torpor. Uh, just the level of it, just the just the level, the amount that were there, and the weapon and the amount of high caliber weaponry. But again, as I've made the, I've differentiated between the FBI and the actual Second Inquisition. They don't have the same technology. They don't have the same specific weaponry. That branch of the FBI investigates anything that could possibly be supernatural. Someone says they saw Bigfoot in the woods. That's what they go investigate. They just happen to stumble upon you. Uh, and honestly, the only reason they were really looking at you to begin with was because of Mav's bad lying in that moment and actually giving over of legal documents in the form of ID. <laughs> but uh, I believe someone actually used, tried to use a, dominate, a dominance power on that agent and she actually saved. She did not get dominated and she didn't forget that moment. She saved from that moment. Uh, I just did not tell you at the time, which was why later on you found when you went to that location with six, you saw pictures of yourself and her basically running it because she called in those people because you were, she felt the uh, pressure upon her mind and shook it off. But then someone named Ify Wadiway decided, I'm going to fucking flirt my way out of this. And, I'm, and I was just like, I have to yes and this, I guess. <laughs> That was a great speech that he did. God. It was beautiful. Well, I never saw it coming. There are a lot I of moments. I thought he was going to go with that, especially Bruh. because of the build he did for his character. And it was just so good. I was like, I was like, I had several of the things planned here, but this speech is taking a while. And I guess I have, I'm just going to let it go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like there was supposed to be a backup coming. There was going to be a shift change, but I was just like, you know what? With this, I can't, I can't, I can't do it now because this is good. <laughs> God, which brings me to the other thing that I don't think you've all realized. Uh, you all have died several times, uh, <laughs> but I only, 
yes, you all have in like technically in game, you have died several times, but it was but the only reason you haven't actually died in the story was because I was like, one content. It'd be totally not fun of me to just murder you all now. <laughs> uh every time you broke into so another haven, you you were supposed to, oh no, that you were supposed to die uh breaking into the Tremere. Uh, you that would have we've only broken into one haven. Cole's place was a place of business. I will also remind you that his place has several military contracts and uh, has government has government oversight. And I do believe you try and you did try to use your powers on his security and it did not work. I will remind you of that. Slept a lot since then. I don't remember. I defer to you. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. Yes. Are there any clans you want to see more of or we can see expect in season three? Um, you feel like you're leaving anyone out that you're just itching to bring in? Let's see. Oh, and I'll I'll get back to the fame moment. My bad. Sec. No, you'll, I'll get back. To, I'll get back to it. I'll answer the question. Um, I'm going to, like I said, there's always stuff happening in the background, mm-hmm. so you will probably see more of the Hakata. Especially now that technically San Diego's burning. Uh, because who better to come in and sweep up and say this? No, now we're actually independent than the most independent clan of them all in the Hakata. Uh, the Tremere will probably be more prevalent. Um, let's see. I did say that. Uh, I don't think anyone remembered. I did say that one of the other barons that declared themselves was uh, Mav's sire. So the Toreador are going to be at a few more meetings. Uh, the Nosferatu have always been the thing. So I can't, there, there's nothing I can do about that. The, yeah. Nos, the Nos are there. Uh, there'll probably be a few more. Malkavians kicking about than just Ash and Six because (laughs) and also uh, specifically for Bran this goes into one of those storylines that just didn't come up but this is something you might I don't know if you know how where a certain third uh, sect that's not Camarilla and Anarch made their home (laughs) But they made their home in Mexico, and the border is very close to San Diego. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And stuff, what stuff was happening, <laughs> but you all never, you just never got to it. Uh, yes. So, right. some some things from those people. Uh, More La Sombra will definitely be showing up. Uh, I don't think you did a good. At the um, when you were declared the keeper of Elysium, Jay or Jess, 
I think I might have mentioned it or I might have not because you started having your your little issues. <laughs> your you you started having your fury issues. Uh the Lasombra that dropped off the bag with the shovels in it after your sugar parents, he was there. Uh just kind of standing in the, in a back in the background somewhere. I don't think I don't think we got to him because we started focusing more so on your state of mind, and I think you left the room very quickly. But yeah, he was there. So Lasombra are they're uh they're lurking. There's 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 some prime real estate. There's churches and there's churches in San Diego. But back to the favorite moments. Uh for Talia, Talia beating up that Fomori on the <laughs> on the fucking docks. Like <laughs> cut his arm off. <laughs> yeah. Even though that didn't kill him, but yeah. Just cool though. I was saying to someone the other day that like my character's not built for a lot of stuff in most of the episodes. I'm kind of just standing there saying a few things. But then there's like moments where I like optimize my character for just certain moments. And so sometimes in like very few scattered episodes, I'm like great for just those specific things. You sound like every person that ever got a college degree. Like I'm good at this thing. Only. And like two and like <laughs> two rec rec league trophy things that I went for. Uh <laughs> the docs episode like there was a body that needed to be patched up yeah somebody that needed to be like cut up with a sword those two things great i'm great at those talking to people absolutely not please do not put me in a social interaction at all no yes i I totally (laughs) would not do that (laughs) tell although i did get us like jay and i out of Quite a bit of trouble. You got you Jay's out of trouble. <laughs> you got you out of trouble. And I lessened Jay's trouble. Yes. Because I think I told you, uh, if you chose a pound of flesh, they would have cut off both of Jay's arms at the elbow, and then they would have tried to kill you. Mm-hmm. That because you were lumped in, you because you came in, because they would have viewed it as like because it was more so like the prince slash Rodham saying, I'm not going to kill my child, but I will kill her. I will hurt her immensely and then kill her friend to, pro- to prove a point, to further hurt her so she knows not to fuck with me anymore. Yeah, That would have been the total opposite. Like, you know, eventually she's going to understand that the more control she tries to assert on Jay, the less control she's going to have. Eventually, she would then just say, it's better if I just keep Cole and kill you. Okay, well, hopefully, Daryl's dead, isn't he? Fuck. Okay, well, hopefully, somebody takes her out before then. Daryl's dead, but you also had that very public conversation where you were trying to give up both Omar and Veronica in the parking lot, and you don't know, you, I feel like you highly underestimate just how fast Omar is. (laughs) 
Uh, All right, well, Uncle Ash is back to help me, hopefully. He did say he was going to take her out with me a long time ago. Hopefully, the offer yeah. still stands. And just uh, speaking of other other clans, Omar's Banu Akim. Uh, but they are... You don't want a lot of them around. You do not want a lot of Banu Akim around because their clan bane is Diablery. Uh, it's tasty. Oh. Uh, it's it's for I believe it's for each other though, I believe it's specifically for that. It might be an older edition where it was that, but I believe it was it was can, it was like cannibalistic diablery for their own clan. Uh, and I have two favorite things for Bran because he played two different characters. Well, he has two different characters. <laughs> uh. I played two different characters. Yeah, Briefly. Bellamy was Bellamy wasn't there long enough. <laughs> Bellamy doesn't count. Bellamy wasn't there as long. Bran played enough for me, like for me to be like, all right, he, he did one whole season as one, and an entire season as another. When you played Bellamy for like four sessions, <laughs> so, when, so when season three starts, Ash isn't going to be there, right? It's going to be <laughs> Ash is going to be there. Chips is going to be dead. Uh. <laughs> Well, I mean, Jay and Ash might be dead. Possibly. Let's not talk about my son that way. <laughs> Chips hey. is never dead. I will say this. It is not my fault that you forget the threats I make as other characters. <laughs> You're I just in... have been bad at note-taking, You're my dipping in... And in character, in character, I'm going to say Mav was a bad influence on Jay about staying in a place that had been compromised. Because <laughs> one, I believe one of the last things that that particular hunter said is, don't forget, I know where you live. And then she walked out and then no one attacked her. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I guess yeah. she lives to go do shit. Pretty sure I wasn't there for that. Yeah, you were inside. Uh, you were inside that building. It doesn't sound like me to not attack someone. Yeah, it, if Chips was out there, and that was the old, I was waiting for you to be like, Chips comes out. I don't think, I think you weren't, either you weren't present for that game. I think that's what happened. Yeah. And so I just wrote it off as Chips is still inside with the others. Just so I didn't have to, because I didn't want to, I don't like Jaegering you all that much. I think, I think Chips and Ash had definitely have that mentality of, eh, best to be safe. Yeah, especially with the two uh, non-violent non-violence over here. I mean, technically, I did lead some people. I, I led a lot of people to their death, actually. I told them to leave, and then they got mowed down. Yes, technically. But this is this is more so the you got to get your own hands dirty type of territory. Because, Come on, Charles Manson, do it yourself. Because your, your powers don't really work on hunters. They... Like there are a few of them that full blown nullify your shit, and Demetrius is just happens to be the type of hunter that's like you haven't fucked up so badly that I need to kill you, but I will. Um, I, I don't have my notes with me, so her name slips my mind at the moment. That particular hunter is the particular the specific type that's like all you have to die, like all of you 
like I can work with you for now, but at the end of this, yeah, I'm gonna shoot you. And she only walked away because she one realized she was gonna lose more people if she stayed and fought. She lost the element of surprise. She couldn't kill you because she was gonna try and do some shit during that battle, but she stayed inside. And she was more preoccupied with the group you sent out. So if you hadn't sent that large group outside, she was gonna try and sneak in and take a few of you out. So you got lucky in that that instance. Uh, but back to favorite uh, moments for Ash. Uh, I loved that that totally improv back and forth we had when uh, he had his uh, breakdown in the park when he just went full bloat started seeing the 60s mm-hmm. because I didn't know where we were going with that you just started saying <laughs> names and then I just started I'm just like I'm Irish accent fine yeah I'm Danny uh, <laughs> uh, that moment you had a few but then the other one when you full blown made them see what you see at all times uh, in the hotel because you were just Rightfully so, you were pissed. Uh, <laughs> rightfully so. Uh, you're all adults. Stop shaking your head. This isn't an adult getting <laughs> mad at. This isn't an adult getting mad at a child and then expecting them to react like an adult. This is an adult getting re- mad at other adults and expecting them to react like adults. <laughs> but there's also powers on each other. There's no rule against. There's no that. rule against that. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Going to. <laughs> I would say for Mav, anytime Mav just full-blown forgot what the hell actual kindred society rules were and was was just making it up as he went along. (laughs) Because I honestly believe Mav thought that, oh, we're not supposed to say any, like, thought the masquerade was literally saying any secrets instead of just like, no, just don't tell humans. It was just like, no, they were telling stuff about our group. Like, yeah, that's fine. No, they broke the mask right. I'm like, that's not. All right, whatever. <laughs> and then for Chips, any and all interactions Chips has with Frank, when that real, when his real persona Yeah, you like the real out. Chips? <laughs> yeah. When, Chip, yeah. when the real Chips comes out, I enjoy that. Because no one knows the real chips, <laughs> except for Frank. Frank is just like, yeah, my my little my little sleeper agent. Uh, and I want to say, obviously, your your one v one with that FBI captain, where he was legitimately trying to get away. You're just like, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah everybody goes i'm draining somebody and also actually there's more than one uh that entire uh thing with you and armand just going to that uh to that to the red the red salon together and you taking out that uh that eight that agent is stretching it that inquisition member dressed as a police officer scout (laughs) yes that scout uh, so those are my favorites from each of you. I believe I said one for each of you. Uh, yes. Let's see. Has there been any 
moments from me as the storyteller that kind of threw you all for a loop where I was doing something with an NPC or something of that nature or just kind of sent you on a mission that kind of was like, wait, what? What are we doing? Um, when you teed Travi up to just be a fucking perfect 10 out of 10 and then you gave him your college roommate's voice, that threw me for a fucking loop. Look, would you make me come up with a character on the fly it gets the voice it gets <laughs> I'm, I'm just answering your question yeah. as asked that's but, it but all I've said like I didn't know that voice was going to come out I don't know what voice I'm going to do or what they're going to sound like until I start doing it the same I don't get the as a storyteller, as a GM, as a DM, I don't, when I have to improv something, I don't get the benefit of having like a list of this specific NPC, this, this, they sound like this kind of, and I don't get to practice. So when you're just like, who's there? And I'm like, you're going to make this a thing, aren't you? I'm like, you're going to get the voice of what I think someone from this area probably sounds like. Oh, they like art. <laughs> they're, they're probably in college. What? Oh yeah. You like art? Yeah. I love art. Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm Travi. Oh, God. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. (laughs) I think (laughs) you're really good with a lot of, like, the cliffhangers, because sometimes I'm like, no, wait, we can't stop here. We have to keep going with the story. Like, we can't end the session right now. I have to agree to that. You nail a cliffhanger. Thank you, and it's always your fault. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, every cliffhanger has just been me looking at the clock, figuring out who has to go to bed right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, where are we at? Where are we at? So usually uh, around 20 to 30 minutes left in the session, I've already figured out possibly where we're going with it and I'm just like this is a good that's a good place to end or whatever or I just have to improv an entire speech given because there have been times where I'm like this person wouldn't be there this person wouldn't be there this person's kind of in that area maybe they show up so that's what I usually do even though I, I don't have it written down I'm just like I know this person's probably in the general area and they could probably show up and do XYZ or you all forgot something from a previous session or, or a conversation and you go do something uh, and I'm like, I can I can, I can, can do something with that. That's how, the, like, the whole bomb situation uh, at the end of the season, no spoilers, of season two, uh, was legitimately you said, I go back home, which is why I was like, oh, do you go back to your apartment or do you go somewhere else you said i go back to the apartment and then i'm like you obviously forgot that the hunter said they know where you live so bombs bombs that only take place in that part of the building to no harm of anyone else in said building but hey they didn't go off as soon as you came inside so yes we should be fine Totally fine. Yeah, sure. Fine. Got 30 minutes till sun up. It's 
very close to uh did your ear did your earring just get caught on your headphone no it got a, a bit of an earache going on oh god yeah <laughs> excuse me that was the cutest sneeze i've ever heard you sneeze out of your mouth wow <laughs> now now as far as the other orcs are concerned Excuse me. Okay, you know what? You had to one-up yourself, Daryl. You've gone and done it. That was the <laughs> cutest one. It's a sneeze. I don't see We're how, keeping it in. I don't see how <laughs> sneezing is cute or not cute, but whatever. Ah, uh, okay. Any more? Oh, God. Hold on. <gasps> Excuse me. Yep, that one any wasn't more? as cute. I've got any... lots of questions, go actually. Go, go ahead. Okay. I have a question for Uh-oh. Yes, they're cool. You can question each other. Um, why did you choose to play chips? Like, why did you choose to make chips and then play him? And like, what was the thought process behind chips? Um, I like chips. It's the that sort of opposite, you know, side of the coin as Ash, you know hideous on the inside versus outside um i, don't, I always had a soft spot for the nosferatu uh i think they're very very interesting i love um how tight-knit that community is so i always like that concept um i don't know how much i'm allowed to say about chips further <laughs> did you just like feel like you needed a break from ash or like what was the reason why you like i i, I am a i am an alcoholic um if i could play a different character after a while i am definitely going to take the opportunity i just love trying out a different you know perspective and different thought process for a character and you know it just made perfect sense to me to go for nosferatu that time around I love chips, so I was just curious. No one noticed that he I, loves chips. No, and I will keep saying it because he is my favorite character, so I'm allowed. Wait, we did never... someone say that Mana loves chips? I am floored, <laughs> shocked, right by this. I know revelation. <laughs> this revelation. Yeah, that was. The I will say, I am forever. I am forever itching to uh, drop Chips' backstory. I'm, I've got ears. I've got one ear. That's I don't think working. this is the place to tell. It. I don't think. I, yeah, I know Chips' backstory. Of course, I know his backstory. Why? Would... <laughs> I said fuck just because I want to know. I want to be in the know. I want to know things. Well, you you stop being so invasive with your questions and just slowly get to know a person. <laughs> hey, tell I me everything. For drinks first. Damn. What? I feel like a common three thing with uh, Jay is just like, hey, tell me everything about you right now. And everyone goes, what the, what the fuck? Is, no. <laughs> okay. I'm surprised because you saw, you saw the wounds on Chips. You've seen him uh, yeah, you undressed. See the, yeah, you've seen the stab marks and such and never, and never asked a question about <laughs> Oddly that. Oddly enough, never questioned them. <laughs> Again, I don't know. I thought that it was personal. That, like, that's I don't know. It, it, I, I. You have didn't... the power to manipulate. <laughs> that's overstepping a boundary. <laughs> I 
Welcome to the welcome to the world of darkness. It's the world of darkness. Jess and I are not cut out for this game, I guess. <laughs> we're just like, whoa, yeah. that's overstepping a boundary. The two boundary is more like, of a guideline. That's what yeah. you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're cut out for the game, just not as it's intended to be played. <laughs> I have purposely, uh, I have purposely avoided having Veronica use her dominate powers on any of you, just for the for the sake of it. Uh, because one, I don't think it would work story-wise because she is truly trying to get Jay to come into the fold of her own volition. And she doesn't want the whole, no, I could just make you if I wanted to portion of it. And two, uh, sometimes it's just not fun to do that to your players. <laughs> no, it's a little, could be a railroad. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah, I don't want. But the people around the players, oh god, yeah. You think I won't? I won't. If you make any friends outside of the coterie, any human friends, you think I won't use them to randomly show up and stab you with a stake one night? You think? You think? You think the, I already had your dungeon master turn out to be the head of the goddamn Inquisition in this town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daryl yeah. with one arm. That- that the one, ultimate villain. To go back Should to your question about coming, like people. us, surpri- <laughs> like you surprising us, I think that was one thing that I was like, "What? <laughs> that bastard!" I think someone made an offhanded joke during that, uh, either during or right before we started, and I was like, "I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually gonna." I'm going to do that. Like but I, I thought... remember everything, so you bitches just wait. <laughs> Alright, quick question. Yeah. Assuming all of our characters pile into Jay's apartment and then explodes. What's your next character? So me, me Mana, and you? And we'll say Daryl as well. There will be another vampire game where he will not be forced to be the storyteller. Wow. I wasn't saying I'm running. I'm just saying oh. <laughs> there has to be a game in the future. I would say uh, because the closest character, the, cl- the character for me specifically as storyteller that is as close to being my my car- my DM PC or whatever is Cell. Cell would be fine. <laughs> He's completely immune to fire now, so he would be completely fine. Only sunlight harms him. <laughs> uh, how about you, Jess? Um. So originally, I thought a lot about playing as a Bruja, but then I was like, I don't know how to play this game. I know nothing about it, so I want to play as a caitiff who if being also honest, doesn't know anything. If we're being honest, the way you're playing your caitiff, you could have been a Bruja, like <laughs> just totally bucking the system and going against all the norms. If did you ever watch <laughs> did you ever watch <laughs> LA by Night at all? I watched an episode. Uh Erica Ishii plays a Bruja and they're I 
I want to say Annabelle uses she, she, her. So Annabelle is all about just like, I don't like this system. Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? And openly states that she's a chaos gremlin, much like Jay. What? But the difference being is that Jay had some instruction and only listened to the parts that benefited her. I feel like if I if I could be so bold, like, oh, I like these portions of it. And I'll, fi- I'll figure it out later. Hence, domain. Wait, what do I do with domain now? Uh, 100%. Um, but yeah. so your other character would be a Bruja? Yeah, I think so. I feel like I understand. The Bruja named Travi? Uh, no. no um, Bru- Travi's a big bad, let's be honest. He annoys us so much. We've Dare had, you. We've had a feeling. Travi's a mage. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, look, all I'm saying is that Mana's birthday is coming up in June, so one of you two better get to thinking about what NPC you're going to make into the BBEG, like, two years from now. All of my NPCs are potential BBEGs. Wow. I've never made a single NPC that I couldn't see as possibly being a bad guy later. I wasn't joking about Travi being a mage. <laughs> <laughs> He could just be a head. He could be a freaking head. He could be a hedge witch. Uh, just like I found a few books, and the next time you see him, he's a Tremere, like a low-level Tremere. Then you have to deal with that. Oh yeah, you you remember how you rejected me on that in that in that place? <laughs> Avada Kedav. Not not that. What's uh? What's another? What's another? Uh, <laughs> what's another non-turf turf-ish spell? Fucking die. Focus, sure. Focus. Let's go fucking die. Hocus pocus, go die. Ever <laughs> can fuck you. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Um, Little high yes. note for the people at home. Bruja, uh, that's my next one. I don't know what type of kindred, but I like the powers that have to do with like um, animals and like the shifting into animals. So gangrel. I do gangrel. Like that. Legitimately, it's gangrel do the shifting. That's yeah. about it. If you ha- if you play a character that does that has those powers, they're either a caitiff or someone taught them, or they ate a gangrel. Okay, then then that that's what I would do. How about you, Brad? You've already got Malkavian and Nos. Oh, uh, Ravnos. Oh, that God. was my that was the first <laughs> I ever made. That was my first introduction into a uh, uh, RPGs, TTRPGs. That was my first vampire. I did Ravenos. Do you do you do either Matt or Jess know Ravenos at all? Anything that have to do with them? It sounds familiar. Why does uh, it sound familiar? Is that the one that can't sleep in the same place? Yep. Okay. Oh, Look at you go. Damn. Ooh. Remembering. They can't sleep in the same place. They always have to travel. Uh, some uh, They're compelled to be a criminal in some way, mm-hmm. sometime, depending on how you want to play it. Uh, shout out Mayday Roleplay. I'm a fan of their uh, game, Vegas by Night. Uh, one of their Ravnos 
their Ravnos character may or may not be Elvis. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of amazing. Uh, may or may not be Elvis. His name like is John, John Burroughs and does the <laughs> entire thing in an Elvis voice, drives a big a blue Cadillac and always is in is always wearing a, a floral shirt and plays a Ravnos. And I love I, I love it. That. I love it. <laughs> so much. That sounds amazing. Like that's what that's what I say. Like it depends on how you play. You don't have to play exactly what's on the thing, but you gotta you don't have to play too it. tight. <laughs> like you don't like sells a business gangrel. He's not a I like I I can be out in the wilderness, but I run a business. I run a I run an LLC. <laughs> I'm on the I got a Fortune 500 company. You don't need to know what I do with it, but uh some stuff happens here. If you if you didn't play sell, like if you had to make a new character, what would you make, Daryl? Um so the Lasombra that showed up. <laughs> I have, two, I, I have two. I have two. I have two. I have two. Bran has met one. I played him in a one shot, Weston, Weston Shade, yes. who is my uh, Ventru tech billionaire, uh, who is so rich that he doesn't really have to care about anything. So he's also independent. But has been around long enough that people can call him in to do to, for favors like he's that he's I say tech billionaire but in that's what's legally stamped <laughs> he's kind of off the charts in actuality like he creates technology uh, that for vampires like he's de- definitely developing a phone for Lasombra to use that won't break because of the shadow powers uh he may or may not build things that contain a human soul. Who knows? Uh, Crazy. Did you say an orphan? <laughs> <laughs> this poor orphan is. Hey, uh, an orphan isn't. <laughs> uh, uh, Venture Brothers can't wait for you to return. Uh, they're doing a movie. The movie. Yes, it's, it's a close movie. For return. Yes. Uh, so, Weston Shade, my Ventru, and also let me out the top of my head let me look up his name because i cannot minimize when i'm recording of course <laughs> uh the lasombra that showed up and delivered that package to jay i've played him several times at some one shots uh for another for another stream uh he is a favorite of mine because I wrote him as essentially the vampire Ray Donovan, just a fixer. <laughs> like he and but his thing is he's he fixes things and he gains prestige in the vampire world. So he has five dots and uh in power essentially. So like even though he's not a prince where he normally lives, he's equal to a prince as far as power as like with boons and stuff. So anywhere else, he's equal to the um, the primogen of a of a group, no matter where he goes. So like he's known everywhere, including in this game. It's just that Jay doesn't know that many people. So so legitimately, what he did was a favor to someone else 
but that didn't necessarily mean that he was the one that killed your group, your 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 sugar parents. He was just the one that delivered the message because he he was in town doing something else. But uh, either Weston, who is a good, I feel like Jay would get along with Weston very well. Just because he's a he's a good time boy, <laughs> he's a he would be the character that would for once initiate flirting and not have and not be me being like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, are you flirting? Like he would initiate. Wow. Okay, <laughs> cannot wait to meet Weston season three, baby. New love I, interest. I believe I described him as uh, the black. Uh, Black vampire uh, Tony Stark, essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's the, the, on that note. That one, <laughs> on the note, that one shot. There is one of my NPCs that I would really like to see more of or play. Um, we had the uh, the the Banu Hakim uh, slab, our our Nathan Explosion looking <laughs> you know, death worshipper. <laughs> Exposure. Oh yeah. I don't know why. That just seems like you got a lot of fun with that. Dude, I I I love I didn't expect to like do as much reading into Vampire the Masquerade before I started running this campaign. So I just have an unnecessarily amount unnecessary amount of knowledge about it. Specifically vampire. They're obvious I I don't know jack shit about mage or changeling or anything like that. I'll leave that to Changeling, I'll leave the Ankh, who was in that one shot uh, with us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who my character was bumping heads with yeah. the entire time, <laughs> because I'm like, I know what I'm talking about. Why don't you know what you're talking <laughs> I know the rules. Why aren't you following me? <laughs> Why are you booing me? I'm right. That was me the entire <laughs> That's me the entire time as yep. a player. Usually, when I play a character, it's just like, no, no, no. I'm old enough to know. Why are you booing me? I'm right. But those are it. Uh, Nana, did you say who you'd play? Yeah. Gangrel. Gangrel. That's right. Gangrel. So we got Gangrel, Badu Akim, and a Bruja. Let's see. We can work with this. This we is can interesting. Work we can work with this. That's like we a fun work. fucking time to me. We could work with this. Different locations, different locale. Uh, <laughs> move out of California, except for this other thing that I'm writing right now that won't include any of you. <laughs> hey, bye. I'm, I'm writing. I'm writing a. Uh, I'm currently. I'm been fussing around an old west uh, world of darkness yeah. thing uh, that I've invited. So I've already invited one person to, and I've already said that I'll probably put Cell in because he would have been alive. And it happens in California because I was looking up ghost towns and I was like, the climax of this will be the reason why it's a ghost town. Nice. You could probably be in it. We'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll consider you. <laughs> That's nice. I guess I guess I'm fond of you. I'll throw you My a bone. My God, you <laughs> like God? Ooh. Not anymore. Right. You're dead. I think he was ruined. You're, de- you're dead to me. Oh, whatever. Um, if, if that would have made me dead to you, I would have been dead to you a long fucking time ago. Let's see. That's what the twist? You always were. You always were. 
You were in the Ooh. house the whole time. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, not so much cryptids, but I think I've mentioned a few of the other creatures from World of Darkness in general. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you would want that you have wanted to see? As I mean, you've met werewolves, you've met a Fomori, but is there anything that you would have wanted to see? Well, you see, um, this isn't my territory, so I'm not really sure of what your cryptids are out there. Like, I can tell you all the ones we have here in right. Texas, but you know, I, I'm a sucker for the for the the folklore and the urban legends and the cryptozoology, so I love it all, and I don't recall a whole lot of uh, knowledge on uh, California or that territories. Are you interested in learning from a quick Google search? 10 most mysterious cryptids of California? That's really up to you. Do you want, do you want this beeline in the show? Just just list them all, because I was mostly talking about <laughs> other World of Darkness canon creatures, but sure, let's go into yeah, it. Because yeah, really- in, the, in the World of Darkness, literally everything yeah, is real. Yeah. There's a Mothman. Yep. <laughs> I would like to meet Mothman. God's travel. God's Please. real. <laughs> um, okay. Number 10, the Lone Pine Mountain Devil. Number nine, the ghost deer. I can't pronounce Drunk, the drunken hunter. Eight. You shot at something and didn't hit. Must be ghost. Um, number eight is described as the Loch Ness monster has an American cousin. And I don't know how to pronounce that. It's a shifter. It's, got it's a shifter. Uh, the Tahoe Tessie, that's a little north. Uh, the Fresno Alien, the Cactus Cat, that sounds fun. I like that. Um, there's a Hyam Palm Hog Bear, uh, the Dark Watchers of California, that sounds fun. The Central American Wing Tosser, and number one, Bigfoot. Yeah, I guess Bigfoot would be yours. He is on that side of the coast, yeah. And Red Dead Redemption 1, yeah. Uh, you kind of hunt them down. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was so fucking sad. That was so sad. <laughs> I was distraught. It's like, what? That. You, you haunted my family. You've, been, so you've been killing people. No, they've been killing us. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that in the world of darkness lore, all cryptids are just different shifters. Because <laughs> there's so many, like, Oh yeah, I saw this little rat thing. Like, yeah, that's a rat kin. They turn into rat. They're half rat, half human things. Oh yeah, this cat thing. Yeah, that that's that. Just one of the ones that turned into a house cat. <laughs> I had so much fun being a bear. <laughs> so much fun. If that were an actual story, that'd be such a weird thing, and we would not be able oh, to yeah, get anything so... done. Well, you'd have half the you'd have half the tribes going, the hell are you doing here? The other half going, oof, man, I am sorry about what my great 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 grandmother did. Like, first of all, we didn't. It's like we just wanted to heal people. We did not know. I did not. No one told us. We didn't know. I I didn't start the war. I didn't start the war. I didn't start the second one either. It would just be constantly a room of awkwardness around. And my character was pretty awkward all by themselves, so it would have <laughs> been just awkward back and forth. <laughs> Good times. 
Uh, Any last a lot of a lot of glancing at feet. <laughs> just... Oh, just kicking dirt like ooh, <laughs> ooh, <boom. laughs> whoops. Uh, so any last? Yeah, I have two last questions. Um, is Tammy Sal's first love? If not, how many lovers has he had before? Tammy is not his first love. Um, it's gonna get sad. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, he. So I I've mentioned before that he was a ghoul for a bit before he was actually turned. During that time, he did have a lover and was married and had children. During that time. But supernatural bullshit happens. He has to go away. He still took care of them for as long as he could, but this was back in the 1600s. So he took care of them, but he has an entire bloodline out in the world. Like he was a father, but it was a weird thing up until he out until it got weird that everyone else was getting older and he wasn't. So eventually he had to have uh, one of the Ventru that was a part of the coterie that had actually found him. He had the Ventru basically delete him out of their memory. Okay, thanks for that. He had, he's had other, like he's had other lovers around the time, but Cell, I'm not Cell, but Tammy is Tammy's the one that he felt like he could keep whether as a ghoul or as a vampire, he's not the type to force what he is upon anyone, which is part of the reason why she hasn't been turned. And he went out of his way to make sure that if she's a ghoul, she's not a ghoul who is beholden to anyone kindred. So he actually has a deal with, he has a deal with John to get Tremere blood because their blood does not uh, facilitate the whole bonding process that other ghouls have. And they're engaged uh, now, so. Cute. If she survives the surgery. Fuck, come and on, dude. What the fuck? Kalia got to her in time. Season Did three, darkest season yet. Did she? Yeah. Think I'm not rolling for this? Think I'm not rolling to I'm see if she survives? You. I'm rolling for like manifesting it into another question. Here's my question for you. Where's Bradford? Anyway, I already uh, got upset about that. Nope. And I'm Um, telling you also that Bradford is fine. Uh huh. He was out getting ice cream. Sure. And he's great. Your other question, Jess. My other question is how well used is Vital Life? Um, and has this kindred blood bank changed, changed, not changed, changed the views of any noteworthy kindred? 
when you say how well used, do you mean specifically our kindred coming to get their fix? Yes. How often would you say you are going there as specifically Jay to check in on the business or has it just kind of been on autopilot? I'd say like once a week. Once a week? Like I'm not spending like a ton of time there, but this is something that brought me a lot of joy when I was going through a rough time. I will say this. You were already given a sample of what happens when you step on the circulatory system's toes. And there are still red salons in town. So, Jay may not realize it, but those that have been coming by aren't really the the clientele she's expecting. They are more people that are like Jay as far as not having a clan goes. Whether or not they actually divulge that is up to them. But I would also say there are caitiff and then there are thin bloods. But also all thin bloods are caitiff, but not all caitiff are thin bloods. That is my answer to that. So you've been providing a service, but who you've been providing that service to, you have not tried to explore as of yet. Yeah, I don't think that I really want to get involved in like keeping a registry of kindred. Yeah, but (laughs) if you're keeping a bunch of thin bloods alive, that's going to make some people not happy. Okay, well, you know what? Why Why do you think Ash didn't want anything when this whole thing started? The more things you have, the more trouble you get into. It's true. Oh, yeah. As soon as you said, I want to start a blood bank that does this, I was like, yeah, so you're still going to have to contend with the red salons. And I doubt anyone's going to change it because so many kindred are. They're messed. A lot of them are messed up in the way they like to be. Like a lot of them, like some of them like to marionette people. Uh, which is tying them up and then finding a specific spot to cut and then feeding off of them, which is what happens in the red salons. They allow them to do that with it in a fixed location, and they can it's kind of like, oh, we can step in if we think they might die, but if they die, there's an incinerator downstairs. Uh, oh, yeah, a lot of a lot of blood dolls die. Uh, it, it's fun. They chose that life. They are, they're addicted to the kiss. It happens. It feels really good to humans. Uh, but yeah, so that just that's something specifically for you because you don't know. Like Jay doesn't know that, but now Jess knows that. Perhaps that the clientele hasn't really shifted, but someone has been taking some of the excess blood that doesn't go out to the hospitals. Somebody has been doing that, but you haven't really, really gotten into that. But I will say you probably want to kind of keep a registry. Not so much. It doesn't have to say specifically Kindred, but a secret black book somewhere. (laughs) 
actual written ledgers, that's a thing that Kindred do. They write it out so there is some documentation, but it's not on the internet where anyone can find it. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll I'll have Jay get with her uh, doctor, Talia, <laughs> to make some changes, maybe. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Was that the only? Were those the only two last questions for me? Um, I mean, I do have two more. Um, uh, but it, if everyone... lay them on me, lay them on me. Whoever okay. has them. All righty. Um. How long has Demetrius been hunting and when did he get involved? Um, when you say involved, what do you mean? Like, when did he, like, say, this is my, like, life's calling? Um, I don't know. I don't see Demetrius just, like, going and kicking back with the boys and, like, he was in football. He was in college when he got, uh, the call as it were because he's a supernatural hunter he's an imbued i should say so he's not just a regular person walking around like he was literally contacted by something that said here you have these abilities now but you're not technically supernatural and now you can see the world for what it is which no He's better than Buffy. Oh, okay. Sorry. All, but by calling him Buffy, like every single hunt, like he's not the only one. He's just the he's just the one that's nice to you. If that. Oh no, I meant like. Yeah, there's not a cho- for hunters. There's not a chosen one. There's a. We'll see if this works out. Because they can choose not to. They can choose not to go for it. There are those that say, I'm not fucking with this. There are some that go insane. There are some that go insane and then continue to be hunters. Those are the ones you want to watch out for because they can't turn it off. Like they can always see the beast inside of you. And that's what he says. That's what he means when he says, I can see you. Like he sees that feral thing that's always scratching in the back of your mind. That's how he can see you. He can also see the half beast portion of werewolves. He can also always see, he can see ghosts. He can see everything. And then there are those of them that can't turn that off and it just makes them snap and say, Every, everything has to die. But uh, he's in his early thirties. So I would say close to a decade, if not a little bit more. Because he was going to school for criminology uh, to begin with, and he was, and then he just transferred that to being a uh, private detective. So when he ever just shows up somewhere, he can just say, "Oh no, I was hired to be here. That's his cover." Smart. It's gonna be odd if we ever run a hunter game. So I think, think y'all are gonna go for you know some spiritually motivated you know badass, and I want to be like. The old drunken farmer that lost someone, like a Jeepers Creepers two kind of thing. Yep, yep. It's like, no, it took my kid, and now I. That's it. I That's, spin you know, my entire. They took my wife. Learned to weld, and you know. 
this I'm just gonna be Harrison Ford <laughs> in any general movie that Harrison Ford's ever in. I want my family back. <laughs> okay. Richie's the first three movies. Gosh. Uh any other questions from anyone else besides Jess? Because I know Jess had a list. <laughs> Text it to me. Uh <laughs> Nothing. Anything oh. I'm going to ask can be spoiler related. So, go for it. I Actually, need... go for it. Go. For no, it. no, 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 no. No, go for it. Go I for it. Know. I will give you. I will give you just on the cusp of a spoiler, just to have you ruminate. I will give you that, at least. So go for it. Should I get attached to the idea of playing Ash next season? Never say never. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in your dreams. Uh, That's do the get... first time I think believe in your dreams has ever come out of <laughs> ever been a threat. <laughs> uh, believe in your dreams. Uh, do good things. Good things will come to you. I will say that earlier during this uh, Q and A, I did say the bombs didn't go off as soon as you walked in, so they weren't motion sensors. So believe in yourself. Uh, and everyone at home. Believe. And everyone at home who is listening to this, believe in yourselves too. This has been the Coffin Side Chat of Fang Gang Podcast. <laughs> I've been your storyteller, Daryl. I use he and pronouns. You can find me at Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Underscore Daryl Dorsey, as well as on Twitch at Daryl Sucks at Game. And that's sucks spelled S U X. There's a lot of stuff that I'll be doing coming up but i it's so far in the future that i'm not going to promote it now uh i'm going to toss this over to a brand tell us who you are what you're doing and about any candles that you're making because i'm going to remind you that you do have a candle company ah yes yes the candle company hello once again i am brand uh pronouns he him uh you can find me twitter at voice brand or more specifically you can find me at spirit of the wilds uh, we are a candle company. We are all natural. We are all nerdy, and we donate to animal charities. Um, yeah. As far as future projects, I can't say yet, but I'm really excited. Um, should hopefully have something published before too long, and we'll stop there. All right. Uh, pass this on over to Jess. Hey, pals. I'm Jess. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and I play Jay. And her pronouns are either she, her, hers, or was, were, were's. We're not sure yet as season three starts. You can find me on places on the internet at Jess the Human. That's Jess with one S. Uh, most frequently, you'll see me posting on, you know, most, I don't know. You'll see me on Twitter and Twitch. I don't know. Those are the places that I'm at the most. Uh, I do monthly TTRPG charity streams. Um and that's 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 my thing <laughs> over to you mana hi it's me uh my name is mana uh my pronouns are they she uh i mostly like they and you can find me on the interwebs at mana underscore lorian uh right now i mostly do this podcast i should have some other stuff coming out but I don't know when that'll be. So I'm going to toss it back it. over to Daryl. What? Said when you edit it? 
yeah, that, that thing <laughs> that I have to do when I'm not working so much. Hey, so much. hey, whatever job that requires you to have a pager, even though you're not a doctor, I'm not going to hold it against you. I just watched the John Mulaney comedy special today. <laughs> um, was it good? <laughs> oh, God, one? I was cracking up. Hmm. This was this this is in regard to a joke I made at the beginning of the of this episode slash session, but that's gonna do it for us. I appreciate everyone for laughing, uh, uh laughing for listening and laughing. Well, whatever. Hopefully both. <laughs> Hopefully both, or maybe crying. I don't know. I don't. It's whatever. It's it's world of darkness. It's world of darkness, baby. Everybody's sad for some reason. I'm just trying to be happy, happy, happy. <laughs> Not really. I'm drinking no. night night juice right you only now. Only laugh at your own jokes. I mean, I'm the only. That's the only time I know that someone's joking. Uh, but keep a lookout for season three. Uh, if you haven't made it that far, listen to season one and season two. We appreciate you all. And until next time, peace out. Bye. Bye. I love that you're holding peace signs right now when no one can see you. I don't care. I saw everything. He said peace <laughs> out, so I peaced. Okay, we're gonna outed. Okay, we're gonna go now. Bye. <laughs>